the Bladeology podcast, and we're gonna do the uh, the wrap up of the show week that we just did, which is uh, well, it's pre and post shot slash Las Vegas custom classic show slash TK. So it's it's in the past and in the future, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna recap the three major shows that we were all in Vegas for. Predecessor and successor, yeah. simultaneously. We're going to discuss the shadow that looms over the week and try to shed some light on what happened. Okay. So, uh, this is Jeremiah from PBK Vegas. Nick Chuprin from NCC Knives. Elijah Isham from Isham Bladeworks. So, uh, Nick was crunching for the show, trying to trying to get some knives done. Uh, Elijah and I were traveling. And uh, Nick, let's uh, let's start with you. What what were you trying to get done for the show for um, for this this past week? Way too much. You were trying to get done what? Uh, everything. Everything. <laughs> everything simultaneously. Well, I was gone. I'm leaving. So essentially, I was planning to leave for two weeks. For we gotta stop flipping knives. <laughs> um, I was trying to prep for two weeks of leaving because it's shot show, and they, all the Vegas stuff was eight days. Now we're in Portland here currently, and that's another six days. It's not that easy to leave work and your business and everything for two weeks but i managed to get three folders done and a whole bunch of other stuff and prep, well three for the show seven of the collabs with rob that we were working on to get some money for, to to be able to take off for the two weeks i want to try to have a balsam prototype custom with me at the show didn't happen um yeah that's but i got three done for the show and then uh, the ones for the orders it's a great show had some meetings at shot show um, I think I had a meeting with we, Riata, and Best Tech. So, well, so we're not. We, I thought we were talking about everything. We're just uh, okay. All right, so that was that was your that was your pre-show, and you got in, you got into Vegas on uh, on Tuesday. I went to Vegas on Tuesday. Okay, uh, Elijah, what about you? What were we crunching for anything for the show? Getting ready for for yeah, meetings uh, or what? I was getting ready to uh, getting everything ready for the Best Tech and the uh, we. Meetings, show them some stuff, and uh, I also had a project that I had an outside guy help me with. Get ready to uh, show physical prototypes to. Um, they shall go uh, nameless for right now, but uh, I had that done. Got those in just a couple days before I left, so was able to do that, and um, got a bunch of CAD work done. Um, big projects on the way. Had to. Uh, Get a bunch of shit for that done uh, for we. Uh, that's about it. And I had to, uh, you know, pack my bag. That was a an ordeal in and of itself. Yeah, it was definitely an ordeal. Me, I was working <clears throat> 130 hours that week before. I had to run, pack my bag, run back to the shop. Almost missed my missed my flight because a damn screw broke in the knife. But managed to get it out in time. And then another screw broke in the knife. Didn't even manage to get that one out in time. Um, it's always something, but yeah, made it to the flight as they were boarding. Thankfully, I made it on time. Yeah, I was delayed flying out for like two days, basically. From yeah. I was from worried about it. I was definitely worried about it. You didn't really care. The as imminent, long as you were in Vegas. Yes, the imminent uh, looming uh, snowstorm of January 2019 was about to hit the uh, hit the desolate area of southwestern Ohio and. Somehow it managed to uh, go over us, so my flight left on time. I got to uh, Vegas Sunday night, tried to get my shot show pass at the airport, and 
couldn't because of technical difficulties. So I wound up having to do it on Tuesday. How does that work? We need a shot show pass at the airport. So there was a, a deal there where they could, uh, there was this woman walking around with a sign. I was like, oh, shit, you can get your pass here. So I followed the, uh, the signs to the little door. It was kind of ghetto. And I uh, got my luggage. It was right there at the, uh, the carousel. Walked in, tried to get my uh, pass, showed them my ID, and they couldn't, they couldn't make it happen because I guess my, my uh, address was too long or something on the ticket, and they couldn't uh, edit the passes except for at the Sands Expo, so I had to just get it on Tuesday. But uh, it would have been nice and convenient if I had to have it printed at the you know, airport. But uh, let's see, got into the Cosmo Sunday night. Went and uh, had a float tank session at MV Float Isolation Tank. That was uh, earlier in the afternoon. Uh, I had to clear the mind before I filled it with a whole bunch of nonsense later on in the week. Yeah, it was that kind of that kind of week. You need to like you know. I needed. I, yeah, I wanted a day to yeah. myself. Mentally, physically with. prep for Vegas, especially yeah. every single cabbie that asked us how long we're there for, and Elijah's saying ten days, and I'm saying eight days. They all gave us a, like a face of shock. Like yeah, what? I got some got some uh, some genuine shock value there. Every time you would tell somebody, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> over, in for a, over long a week. Ball. Oh, okay, all right, we're professionals. <laughs> you're you're mentally pre- prepared to destroy your mind here, yeah. you know? and wallets. It wasn't a cheap weekend. It's never, it never, well, week. It never is in Vegas. I specifically remember on Monday, uh, my Uber driver was like, "So, uh, what are you in town for?" I'm like, "A shot show." I've been here since Sunday. He's like, "Oh, cool." I'm like, oh, "No, last Sunday." And, and the dude's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's like that's you're not a local. You're not here for more than a couple of days. You know, even for the long haul, that's important. Nope. But if you uh, if you do shot, I mean, you might as well go all the way, especially if you're gonna travel overseas. Mm-hmm. Might as well just fucking be here for the whole week. Well, I would say this as if you traveled overseas from the long, desolate par- area of Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Paris to Amsterdam, then back. It'll 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 get long in the teeth. That oh yeah, travel. long in the tooth. So we everybody made it there. Uh, the week on time commenced surprisingly. Yeah, commenced. Uh, I, I wasn't mentally ready for like two more days. I needed to recover from not sleeping. I, I essentially worked thirty six hour shifts for a week straight. You were grinding basically literally until the last, like literally, I. Yeah. you were grinding till the last minute, I think, what happened at the, your dad was worried about you missing the plane. Yeah, my dad was pissed because I was going to miss the plane. I'm like, I got to get this knife ready. <laughs> no, I made it. I barely made it, but yeah, because I had to drive home, shower, quickly pack, and then he was going to drive me to the airport, but I barely made it because I was always going to find the assembly on the one knife. The, uh, the, the screw didn't break. The T10 Torx kind of stripped out. It didn't look good, so I kind of replaced it. And the new one that I put in there sheared off. And I was like, well, that's fucked. And I guess that's what it's going to be. I'm just going to bring it to show off to people. Um, but I ended up selling it at the show. I just probably, like, I, under the promise that I'm going to get back, I'll just change off the screw and send it out. Customer was okay with that, so that's what happened. That's good. Got product to the show. I was definitely mentally drained. I got there Tuesday morning. I was talking about Wednesday night. I was pretty mentally drained. Mm. Yeah, as soon as Nick called me, woke my ass up. Do uh yeah this fucker sleeps till like two o'clock every day. Yeah. Well, you gotta get that sleep cycle ready for Vegas, man. Mm-hmm. We're already in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, cause you got you got there on Tuesday. Yeah, like uh, eleven o'clock in the morning. 
I can't remember. Monday was like, you were there on Monday. Well, we all regrouped and went to Egg Slut that morning on That's Tuesday. That's right, on Tuesday, yeah. And then you guys went jean shopping while I went off to Shot Show and met with the uh, weed crew. Yeah, I was in a rush. I grabbed the wrong pair. I forgot my jeans, forgot my, sh- like, grabbed the wrong pair of shoes. Couldn't even walk in the shoes that I brought. Had to go jean shopping. Went across the entire strip to find, like, a normal pair of Levi's. Everything else, like, 200 plus dollars. Uh, then discovered that the shoes that I brought couldn't walk in. Then I had to go find shoes. Found some, like, boots. Ended up breaking, ripping them the first day. And bought new boots the next day. Lousy boots, man. Yeah, the soles just ripped off. Those Macy's specials. That was a Tom Hilfiger. I was like, yeah, these should be fine. Hashtag shitty Tommy Hilfiger boots. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag 12, 12, 12, 12 hours in, ripped off the soles. <laughs> Tuesday, we did Egg Slot, which was, I think, your first time at Egg Slot, right? No, Elijah. definitely my first no, time. No, I'm the Texan in New York. Yeah, it was my first okay. time. Okay. First time in Vegas, at the Vegas Egg Slot. It was not bad. Uh, the Wagyu was a little chewy. Um, That's just because you don't like. Could have been an off day. I won't could blame any specific day. cook, but uh, yeah. could have been. Eggslots usually. I, I don't know. I like uh, the Fairfax is legit. It's it like was usually good. I like so it. It's super good. Is it's that like, what we got? The Fairfax. Yeah, yeah Fairfax has the wagyu. It was like a wagyu steak sandwich. It basically, yeah, it's basically a steak sandwich with eggs it's, and like a little bit of arugula. The egg was good. The eggs yeah. are on point. Then uh, me and Elijah head over to Shot Show, and Jeremiah had to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. We wandered around Shot Show for a bit. We spent most of the day because I have to go have a meeting with Riate and um, or what I mentioned. Was, what? That was Wednesday. We did that. That was Tuesday. No, it was Wednesday. We tried to find the uh, Riate business, and then on Thursday is when they set up, only for one day. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, so the Tuesday fifth level, we showed up. I wasn't prepared to actually really talk to people. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't plan on going there on Tuesday, right? So I didn't have my cards or anything like that. So I just kind of wandered around trying to figure. It was my first shot. Elijah went last year, so I just kind of. Like, Trying to get my bearings together and figure out how the layout was. Because uh, my original plan was just to go and wander. I thought it was a category, so I wanted to go there and just check out maybe a gun accessories and maybe see if I came up with any products. But I didn't do that because I realized they're just very scattered. Completely uncategorized. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought they would have it like, categorized by gun, manufacturer, clothing, knives, this and that. But it just scattered. So I was like, well, I plan is the shit. huge. The floor plan is insane. Yeah, so then when he. Elijah took me over to Kaiser, just introduced me to the guys. Got to check out those knives. Um, also got to check out what's your other buddy's name? They had the Ballas Automatic Ball something. Artisan oh yeah, um, I met up with um, Art- the Artisan Cutlery guys. Yeah, they were cool. They had some weird like automatic Ballas song thing of a bug multi tool. Yeah, all kinds something. of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mal- Mallory Designs is the guy. Yeah, so that was cool to check out, and um, we didn't stay there all day on that on Tuesday, I don't think. Dylan Mallory. Yeah. Yeah, we we didn't stay there the whole day. We went around. Yeah, we walked around for. Uh, you had a quick bit. meeting with we, I think. Yeah, that was earlier in the day. Like, kind of, I, thought, I brought you back over there. Right? Yeah, you brought yeah. me over there. We quickly talked. I talked quickly talked to the week people. Uh, I had I had a meeting with them on the Thursday. Um, then what else did we do on Tuesday night? Well, so beauty for, and Essex, right? Yeah, but so just to recap, so like you guys are having meetings with like we and Riyate or whatever. Like when you say that, like Nick, can you talk about like what you were meeting with? Well, like we'll get to that on Thursday. We're right. gonna have. I just quietly introduce myself right. there. Thursday is when that, I'll talk about the full meetings of what's going All on. Right. So well, Tuesday, I was coming yeah, up with. Uh, he had actual meetings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were talking. Me and Joe were talking about um, what's lined up for this year. I uh, expect to see some new stuff with Savivi. Some. Uh, budget options of my uh, designs there's uh, three of those gonna be hitting the hitting the web zone pretty quick uh, 
and there's also another project we're working on. It's uh, very early in the stages, but that should be uh, coming later in the year, 2020, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's with we and with Best Tech. I had to meet with them about the abstruse. Those should be shipping after uh, the Chinese New Year, so uh, expect to see those hitting dealers. Sometime in the coming weeks, and mid to end of March, essentially, is what you're trying to say. So the Pretty China, China's yeah. New Year is essentially right. from February 5th to like the start. Because the carbon fiber one's not finished yet, but um, and they're they're finishing out the boxes and the anodizing, and uh, yeah, they gotta finish up the carbon fiber one, so they're gonna ship them right after Chinese New Year. Hmm. So expect to see those in dealers, yeah, about March. That's uh, that's productive meetings all around. Uh, so Tuesday, yeah, right, Tuesday night we went to Beauty in Essex. Uh, was like I had some of the best ravioli I've ever had. Yeah, that was like really good tapas. So Beauty and Essex is in the Cosmo. It's like a third floor of the Cosmo. It's yeah. The front is like a like a pawn shop, so you don't you don't really know it's there. I mean, you it's not completely it's hidden. Like a but secret it's, door behind yeah. the pawn shop. The pawn shop sells like very high end vintage jewelry. They have one. It, it, it's pretty much a yeah. copy of the one in New York. Uh, yeah, like vintage jewelry. They don't specialize in new items. Like hard to find rare items that are absurdly priced, and like they probably sell like one thing every two or three months. Yeah, I'll be honest. It, some of the guitars like, in there weren't that great. It's like a front. It, it, the, the main business is the restaurant. Yeah, assuming. but it's it's yeah. yeah, it's a front for all the casuals to uh, confuse them. Yeah, because you walk in, it's maybe like a hundred square feet to the pawn shop, and there's like a secret door, and the place is pretty giant in the back. Oh like, yeah, the restaurant's like huge. huge yeah. yeah, there's a giant bar and then you like sit speakeasy down. style. Yeah, it was really good. We didn't know what the hell to order. We just told the waitress uh, we're hungry and just bring us cool food. And she made us a good menu for about 85 a person. Uh, we couldn't complain. It was pretty damn good. No, it was tasty. They just kept bringing food until we were satiated. Pretty much full, yeah. Um, did we do anything after that? I think uh, I think I needed some rest. I think we kind of called it a dance. Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, then, then off to Wednesday, Nick has to go back to Macy's to uh, get some shoes. Yeah, that's when I realized that I can't walk in my shoes and went back to Macy's, found some shoes to get. And I realized that uh, I didn't have any Christian Louboutin red bottoms, so I'm I still don't. Had to uh, had to think about getting some of those, didn't, because I'm not going to spend that much on something I'll only wear maybe twice. So <laughs> we went back over to Shot Show, and uh, where did we meet? We that spent like two hours looking. For oh yeah, we, we spent, I mean Riate. I had a meeting with, uh, with Riate. Yeah, we, we spent about. A good amount of the, the afternoon trying to find the Riot booth. Figured out it was on the fifth floor. And then when we figured out that they're not and, actually uh, there that day, because they the the fifth floor how that works is that's for the smaller guys. The first so to get a tailor, if it's your first year, they set you up on the fifth floor, and the fifth floor is what third they call or the, fifth, yeah. No, well, the third is way uh, longer. on the third. That's where we was last year. Oh, they were okay. Yeah. Did we even wander on the third? I don't think we did. No, because the fourth was all the meetings. I didn't even see Leon's booth. Yeah. I never even found it again. So, yeah, the second floor is, like, where all the big boys were with the multi-million dollar boots, like, I'm talking, like, CRKT, Benchmade, Glock, like, the, the big companies. On the second floor is the It's, big. like, a giant, it almost looks like a warehouse with giant ceilings. For, the first floor was kind of, like, bigger companies that have been there before, but they don't need big boots. They just yeah. need some table or a boot. And it's um, in the hotel. It's in the Venetian. And yeah. then the third and fifth floor were more, they called them pop-up floors, so you, you didn't have to get the whole show. You got a day or two. And they were, they were still pretty expensive considering you can't sell anything there. Um, but yeah, that, that's where most of the guys we knew were there, and they were there by day. So we spent about two hours looking for Riate, and then we then finally we asked asked the right person who actually knew what he was talking about. He actually told us they're not there until uh, Thursday. 
So then we started wandering around a little bit, and that's when I had the meeting with the, the best, tech. best tech. Yeah. Yeah, because I had a meeting with best tech. Um, yeah, on Tuesday. No, I think it was Thursday. No, because Thursday I did the weird out. I didn't have all three in one day. Yeah. Well, I remember the following day I brought Nick over Sad. to uh, introduce to the best tech. People. Yeah, my goal for shot, like I had no reason to be shot. My goal shot was so I'm I'm wanting to do a couple OEMs this year, and talking with the Chinese manufacturers are a little hard. It's not bad for me because I am a night owl, but you have to talk with them between like one and five a.m. because of the time zone difference. Uh, but instead of going back and forth, back and forth for a couple weeks until we got everything sorted out, I wanted to just take care of all three manufacturers. Figured that out at Shot Show. Talk about pricing. Talk about capabilities and what I wanted and expectations and time dates. We, I'd say that was for sure with we. I mean, with the BBM project that I mentioned in the last podcast, I haven't announced any of this in my Instagram yet. I will soon once I get some more info from them. Um, and but I wanted to nail down my second OEM for a lower price. When I was trying to debate between we and Best Tech, pretty sure on which one I'm going to go with at this point. I'm not going to announce it now. Once I get more info on that, I'll talk about it a little more. The second OEM is going to be the Micro MK1 variation of it. Instead of it's going to be a little bit bigger, and the lines are going to be slightly different. So we have about 2.75 inches on that one. Um, so then that was about two. That that was Wednesday. Oh no, we went that Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah Wednesday. Um, I had a I had a meeting with uh, Alan Leishowitz. He came by the shop, and uh, I had talked with Alan at shows before briefly because he's always super busy or, or I'm just kind of running around so it was kind of cool to have him come by the shop we got to hang out for a bit and uh, talk some talk some shit and uh, look at his awesome ballet song that he delivered which I've kind of been pestering for a while from him uh, but this yeah this last New York trip when I saw him I was like you know I'd really love something from you and he kind of agreed to make me he he was making an automatic and a ballet song for TKI, and he said that he would he would make me a basically the same thing, but you know a slightly different version for the shop. So he delivered the Copus Auto a couple weeks ago, and then he hand delivered the ballet song to the shop, which was totally awesome. Uh, you probably saw it on Instagram, but it's a really cool uh, Damascus crisp blade with just amazing finish work all around. Nothing nothing less to expect from that maker. Um, but that was Wednesday, and then we we went out on Wednesday night. Momofuku with John and yeah. Matt. Yeah, that's right. Matt, that was cool. And, uh, yeah. right. We essentially had yeah, reservations every yeah. night for Momofuku. I made so I made like reservations I'm for like reservations. three nights in a row a month ago because I knew that that this past week would inevitably lots of Momofuku. So that's kind of everyone's restaurant du jour. It's easy. It's right at the center of everything. Yeah, and uh, it's just good. And they have different menus three times day essentially yeah. lunch brunch and dinner so we kind of go there for lunch dinner whenever we get the chance essentially um yeah it's the co- so the cosmos right across from the shop so basically if we're at pvk you can you can walk to mafuku in like you know five minutes uh john matt and the three of us mafuku on and uh matt's cousin i believe al those are those are relative of matt yeah guy named al that, that was cool, though. I got to put my hands on Matt's new launch. I don't remember which launch number it is, launch but eight. it's yeah, launch, launch 8. eight. Yeah. Uh, which it's is, based off his fishtail model. Yeah, which yeah. is fucking And also really 200-year-old. Cool. Is, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, tell you it's, what, really, it's tell my you favorite what. launch, for sure. Anybody out there, you want an automatic? Get that one, because it's probably the best one I've ever handled uh, for the price. Yeah, it's yeah. like 90 bucks, 80 bucks. Yeah. Like, 
I think that, that's, a, that's an intro theme. price, obviously, but it's really nice. Matt did a great job. The mech is USA made. Air quotations. We don't know. <laughs> but I it, I have one to launch there. Is it great? Yeah. I want. I definitely want to get one of Matt's. Matt's styling, Probably he nailed it on about that. About 100 bucks. Sure. Yep. Sure. Uh, what do we do Thursday? We're back to shot briefly. Uh, well, no, because on Wednesday, yeah. Wait, on Wednesday, we ended up back in the room with Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Rob yeah. got in there too. So Wednesday we ended up back in our room at the Cosmo. There's a balcony. You could smoke there. So it was a shit show there because it was the three of us, mm-hmm. Matt, John, Rob Carter, and April, his wife. Uh, we just pretty much started drinking in the room, yeah. smoking on the, the balcony, and uh, we just bullshitting about what we were doing to prep for the show. Almost yeah, like if you don't know, right uh, every room, practically every room at the Cosmo has its own terrace. So Which is only at the Cosmo. Most, most hotels in Vegas... For legal issues. Another beer. I'm uh, still good on my beer. I'm good. Yeah, we. So if you're much... in Vegas, and if uh, you like that nightlife scene, and you just gotta have an outdoor smoking area, go and uh, yeah, make your reservation great. at the Cosmo. Yeah. Cosmo's great. It has a great view of the Strip too. Yeah, we are the 51st floor, yeah. so the view is awesome. You can see the shop from there too. You can literally just come out in the morning, butt naked. Get that nice oh. windswept hair. Get this windswept oh, yeah. hair. Air flowing through. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did, we even, did we even mention that we're in Portland right now together? We are in Portland right oh, now. I don't, uh, I don't think we even mentioned that at the start. So yeah, this is actually another one of the podcasts, like our first episode. It is currently 10.41 p.m. on uh, January 30th. We are in of P- whatever the PDX. Day, 31st. Of whatever day it is? Oh, 30th. You're right. It is nearly Thursday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. We all flew out here together after Vegas. Uh, tomorrow we'll be visiting Bill Touch. But we are, this is uh, one of uh, our podcasts recorded live together. Yep. Um, just wanted to mention that because I just remembered that. I don't think we mentioned you in that. Yes. First that's podcast why, That's episode. why there's beers and stupidness yeah. and all these three knives in the background flicking. First first podcast episode, we're, we're recording uh, all no. together. No, it's not. The first episode is all together. Yeah, but we no, never... Not the, first, not the official episode. No, yeah. We, we recorded the first one and then we kind of like scrapped it. We did? This was yeah, dog shit. Yeah, I was not... Oh, yeah, we recorded it was, it was on dog shit. We recorded three people guys, on cell phone. Yeah, you and Rob were doing a collab. And Rob was in the back like... You need to get back to work. <laughs> no, Wednesday was cool because we had a bunch of people in the room. Um, Matt was there. We took apart the launch eight, which was exciting for me to see the internals, which I kind of had an idea what it looked like, but it was there were a few things that that were enlightening about how the spring was wound, which gave it some real kick. Uh, that was Wednesday night. Then you guys went back to then. That was the um, same night. Wednesday. Yeah, actually, Wednesday night we went, went to Momofuku twice. We went to Momofuku twice because we were in the room hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Because we technically yeah. that was before Matt and John were yeah. there. Then, then Elijah and I were like, we're gonna go pick up Matt and John. They're lost, and so we went back to Momofuku for twice. Yeah. So that was second. That second was second fucking dinner. House. Second fucking dinner. House. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, there we were in the room. It was Matt and Rob. Board, I mean, Matt and John weren't there. Yeah. There were plenty of second fucking. Dinner. Then they said, "Oh, we gotta go get Elijah and Jeremiah went downstairs. We got. They said we gotta go get Matt and John. I said, cool." Then they left for like an hour and a half. I thought they got lost. They especially they went to dinner mm-hmm. with uh, Mark and Mattia and Travis Wirtz. And me and Rob were confused. So me and Rob just drank off Elijah's nice whiskey. Oh yeah, Avalor yeah. So I had an entire bottle of Avalor and you I left got us back for an and hour. it was not fault. there anymore. You left us. We had a balcony, cigars, and whiskey. It's not. It's not the best of scenarios to leave us in. Mm, no, we don't. Pro- we can't promise what we leave you. 
Because that was Wednesday. I totally um, forgot about that. Because then after that, we went back to the room with Matt and John. Yeah, so as I said, wow. Momofuku multiple times a day. Um, then Thursday comes along. Uh, slept in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Thursday, we had um, I had a meeting with Maria in the morning. Yep. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Uh, so Maria Stalina was making a show delivery to me of the uh, Cyrac... That has a gravity dagger. It has a two part name. I don't remember it right now, but it's the Cyrax is a yeah. It's a, so it's a gravity knife, and it's a double edged dagger. This one's a Tonto edge blade. Designed by Nikolai something something. Nikolai Lama. Anyway, Nikolai Lomachenkov. Yeah. There go. Um. So I I'd, I'd seen her again at Nick's, and I fell in love with that. I'd seen the knife at Blade Show that Josh that. Deutsch had. Doesn't mean the knife. What? 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 Anyway, okay. so I saw, <laughs> I saw Maria at at New York in New York, and she had like a slightly more production production version of the still custom, but just more of a yeah. user finish. Yeah. Well, also like yeah, it, it it was a little trimmed down, which put the price a said. little better. Uh, and I was like, wow, I'm in love with this. I'd I'd like to get some of these for the shop. And um, we had some we had some. Well, they don't speak English. That's yeah. the thing. So, right. but thankfully, I'm fluent in Russian. Thankfully, and... Nick is Russian. If anybody didn't know that out there, he's a Russian. He's Jew. Russian. I'm a Ruski. Okay, but uh, I fully speak Russian, so obviously, I offered my services for and for a large and compensating services. fee. No, uh, <laughs> known as a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, went through, worked out, helped them work out a deal because yeah. Maria doesn't speak the best of English. It's very helpful. And to have Nick Jeremiah does not speak a lick of I Russian. I speak no Russian. So I kind of talked them through that. It was a great knife. It was fun. Um, oh. Finally using my Russian in the knife making industry, I guess. There you go. Mixing it, man. That's good. Um, yeah, after that, we, we they finished up there. They headed over to the shop. Met up back with Elijah because he was sleeping that, that whole, the whole morning. I took some much rest, much uh, needed rest that morning. Cause like I was, like uh, every other day, but okay. Yeah, I, was very, <laughs> I was very tired. <laughs> you woke up at like four. so we had over there and then I did that's what yeah, you usually woke up at four o'clock <laughs> uh, so what well, no one knows is that I stay up until 8 a.m. so it's, it, it levels out just for record also I did not make it to shot at all this year I not only did not get a pass but it was much much too busy at the shop for me to ever actually leave or get time away other than to fuck off with these two I don't know what you're talking about. There was no fuckery going There's on no, at zero, all. Zero, hashtag no fuckery. Um, yeah, so that's... Thursday. So after all that, I met up with Elijah, and we went over to SHOT Show, and that's when I had all the majority of my meetings. Finally got to meet up with um, Riate, kind of go over the BBM. We're going to that. Uh, like I said, once I get some more info, hopefully that'll happen right before Blade, but I doubt, I'm doubtful, so most likely right after Blade into July. Um... Along as then I went up back up with we to follow up with the, the second OEM that I want to do, and that was a great meeting. Uh, talking about them, what they do, and how they do it. So essentially, I want to run the MK1 Micro in a slightly larger version, so a size between the MK1 Micro and the full size MK1, and as a more budget friendly version. So I just wanted to consult them on what I could change about it to help them keep the price down. The BBM is a more higher end version, and I want to make the Oh, I essentially want to have two lines uh, in the, the mid to high threes with Riate and then the mid to low twos with we We'll see how that goes and once I get pricing on the info, we'll, I'll, I'll obviously release that. Um, on the way to Riate, I saw Mike Taylor from Keybar. 
good buddy of mine. Um, he had a table set up at shot. I didn't even know he was gonna. I knew he was gonna be there. I didn't know he had one of those pop up tables for Wednesday, no Thursday. He had some cool stuff over there. He had his new uh, the titanium aluminum skateboards. Those are pretty damn cool. Oh, you saw those? Yeah. yeah I, oh, actually, fuck, I actually wanted one of those. I got to yeah. briefly ride on one uh, with one and a half inch heel boots. and He it busted his ass hard. That's not real at all. I didn't... Uh, it was definitely real. He ran, yeah. into, he ran into a child, hurt that guy, the little kid's neck. I felt so bad. There was a lawsuit. He's a mo- but... Yeah, there was a lawsuit. He's a monster. Don't buy his knives. <laughs> Yeah, that's a complete fabrication uh, for the record. Also, I forgot that after Maria showed up, actually I got a visit from uh, Peter Martin, which was cool, because uh, I talked to him in Kentucky. He just came by to say hi. He was not exhibiting. Uh, but it was nice to hang out. I met his wife. Um, we got some pictures in the shop. He was m- one of the many cool people to swing by this past week and uh, and hang out for a bit. So it's Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Then after the shot ended, me and Elijah... I had dinner with the Wee Crew. Yeah, we had the, dinner with the Wee Crew and the Mash Drop crew, Jonas yeah. and Mike. That was yeah. cool. We all kind of just hung out there. Uh, we, went to some, we went to another topless place. Peruvian topless place. Topless. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool for me, just considering I've never... I'd it was just once, but it's pronounced Anse, because they got to be fancy. What are you talking about? Anse. The place. Once. It was oh, a place once. called Anse? Anse, huh? yeah. Oh. Yep. I just remember it was Peru and Tapas. What the fuck are you talking about, Anse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool for me because that was the first time I really talked to the Wii Crew and they invited me out to go with them. I met Jonas from Matchdrop before, but never really got to talk to them about what they do there. He's cool, dude. So that was cool to talk to Jonas and Mike. Mike also works with them over there at Matchdrop. Um, yeah, I think we put up a photo of us together. At yeah, the there's dinner. a, uh, on the We uh, Not His page, there's a, uh, a photo of that, that dinner we had. Yeah, um,. Then after that, it took us about an hour to get out of the freaking hotel. Cause, yeah, uh, um, if you're ever going to shot, do not get a Uber or Lyft from the Venetian Uber yeah. or, or Lyft rideshare. Because away. prepared to spend about 45 minutes to an hour waiting. Just getting out of the parking lot. It's better if you just walk away and get an Uber from any other casino. Because if you try and get one from the Venetian or Palazzo, it's not going to happen. Yeah, we saw some, well, on that wait, we saw some famous, like, there was some famous YouTuber, I forget his name, but he's, like, in the top ten. He actually lives in Ohio, which yeah. is kind of I don't remember his name, but yeah, I can't remember was, his name uh, either. Andre Arlovsky. Oh, Andre Arlovsky was there, too. UFC fighter. That's pretty cool. Um, so it's Thursday. Did we get any, into any trouble Thursday night? Um, yes, but we'll save that for another night. Um, another no, we got stuff Thursday What did we do on Thursday night? can't remember. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, After right. we, uh, we went to the, uh. The Wii and Mass Drop dinner at Anse. Me and Nick went over to Momofuku once, once again. Second fucking to dinner. Wait yeah, that's right. Holy to, uh, to get some dinner, some second dinner with was, uh, Jeremiah oh, and um, Gavin, Gavin Hogg. Yeah, I was having dinner with, with his, Gavin. His girlfriend and India. friend. Yeah. That was really cool to, to, that was a good one. to do that. I, that was using another one of my token Momofuku reservations way in advance. Uh, I met Gavin there. Well, that was originally what was supposed to happen. Was all of us were supposed to get dinner that yeah. night? The weed dinner kind of was, was a bit of a it was surprise, late. I guess. But uh, it all worked out because we got there just as they ordered drinks, so yeah. we made it there. It was cool. Gavin showed us his new Mantis knife that I think was released today. The gearhead. Yeah, the, yeah. That's all Avon put it up from the knife nuts. Quit your freaking metal gouge. That was me. Oh, it, it had, it had um, 
planetary gears. Yeah, I saw LeBlanc posted it today that was available oh, on HQ. Yeah, oh, there's shit. like a whole bunch of styles of it. Different finishes and two different blade shapes. I, want, I really want to get one of those. Yeah, they're like 140, I think. I'll probably carry those. Yeah, but they're pretty fun uh, to play with. Essentially, there's like a little lever on the bottom, and you you hit the lever, and it moves the gear, and the gear opens the knife. It's a planetary gear. It's very intriguing yeah. construction, for sure. Uh, yeah, so we talked about that. We talked about the OTFs and... Uh, Jet engines, I guess, or rocket engines. Yeah, we. Uh, I always like talking to Gavin about his uh, yeah, his deadlock. Mad scientist mechanism. He. Uh, it was good to hang out. He definitely um, expanded my idea of what he's interested in, um, which was cool, because he's definitely uh, he's he's on a next level mechanically, um, way beyond knives a lot. It was good. It was fun. These guys showed up late. Uh, late. They were hammering shit. Actually, on time. Whatever. Drinks weren't even out yet. Okay. You had drank plenty before you got there. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I drank more there. I'm just no. like we made it before drinks. No, that was that was that was a good dinner um, on Thursday. I was at a constant blood alcohol of point zero eight. I was legally not allowed to drive from Tuesday to Tuesday. Did Gavin? Oh no! After dinner, what happened? Gavin went to split. do things. He went to do things and stuff. And stuff. Um. Then we just we, me, and, me and Elijah did a little bit a little, little bit of gambling after that. Well, only a slight amount. Yeah, yeah I succeeded. We're talking about Friday, or no? No, right after that, oh. well, you yeah, that's right. did a little bit. I succeeded, not so much for Elijah. Um, we did something. No, I know we did. Thursday was not an early night. No, no night was an early night. Um, Mind you, we spent two hours before this podcast trying to recap the week because it's, it's all it's, it's all it's pretty much a blur. blur yeah. Did you have notes or something? We had notes. Well, not for Thursday. I stopped at uh, Wednesday. Oh. Well, let me bring up the gallery. Gallery. Yeah, we had oh, yeah, gallery. that's right. Um, Thursday. On Thursday, Glenn Waters stopped by. No, oh, wait, on that Friday. Not Friday. Wait a Hold on, shit. Uh, uh, wait, that timeline is totally off. But, uh, that's what happened on that night. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that was that a, cannot be shared. That was, a long, that was a long night, but on Friday was TKI. <laughs> Uh, Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, well, I showed up Essentially, shop, we just stayed up great. drinking, uh, talking about business and future plans and it's, stuff like it's that. It's hashtag shit-talking. Yeah. So Friday, yeah, Friday, Glenn Water shot by the shop for some show deliveries. Always cool. I like Glenn. He's very uh, very down-to-earth. His travel time has got to be pretty much the longest because he's coming from Japan. Oh, maybe, the, yeah, probably about equal to the Wii crew. Maybe a little longer because he has, like, more connecting no, flights. Man, it depends how he flew, but I think Japan's a little slightly shorter flight. Oh. All right, well, it's always good to see Glenn. I, I really mean, like I his be wrong. work. I did not take geography in school. Um, it's always very bejeweled. He's coming up with cool new finishes. Uh, and I oh. really like his Hayabusa, which is his Tonto folder. Um, it's a very neat knife. Uh, Bill and Eric showed up on Friday and so did Jim Skelton so we had a, it was a busy busy day for me at the shop again never being able to leave entertaining cool makers yeah I remember Friday at shot was a a bit of a breeze through I met up with um went over to the wee booth again met up with Matt and John and uh we walked away they went to some backpack thing and then I uh cut out of there and met up with Bill and Eric, and we went and got in and out, and we hung out at the uh, PVK shop after that, and uh, prepared to get ready for TKI. Yeah, TKI was on Friday night. Friday night was TKI. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, so Friday morning is oh, when I went to go get the boots. No. Oh, you were with. Me. Hey, I was hanging out with you guys. Yeah, you were with me for 
Because what happened? You, Bill, and Eric. So I. Because we. I was hanging out with Matt and John, and we were walking around for a little bit talking, and then I split. Yeah, the last day. I didn't go to shot on Friday. Yeah, Friday. I almost didn't, but I did. But um, I gave Eric my pass. Yeah, that's right. Because you guys, I was helping you with something. Yeah, Bill and Eric came over that morning and got Nick's pass. Yeah, that's right. And uh, totally illegal. So I met up with Matt and John, (laughs) split off from them a little bit. Uh, met up with Bill and Eric. We went to In and Out because we were starving. And then they called me saying to me, I'm at In and Out, but they gave me the yeah. wrong freaking In and Out. So I showed up there and they weren't there. So that's when I went to go back to Macy's to return the boots and buy other boots. Um, then we went to TKI. That was fun. That was my first TKI as well. They've they both been there. Uh, you have to dress nice and fancy like. It's always all hectic. Stiffy. No matter bring how three piece. Am, it's always yeah, bring hectic. a three piece. You gotta bring a three piece? Yeah, always three piece. Like a three piece suit? Yeah, you got you got to rep the set. I came in basketball shorts and flip flops. I don't know what you're talking about. It was can I? Well, that's just why know, you fit in. It was exactly. it was hard to find. I I really would have appreciated one single sign. Yeah, there was no signs like, until you were outside the door. From what I understand, last year it was at Caesars, and now uh, this year they put out the Bally's. And, see, uh, shit is hard to find at Caesars, but year after year you kind of get used to it. Like a new ho- each each of these casino hotels. Is set up just to only trap you inside. Yeah, like, to get yeah, lost. like I, I specifically remembered on Thursday, I think it was. Me and Nick tried to find our way back from from the fashion show mall through Win and the Venetian Palazzo into the shot, and it was just about impossible. We went yeah. in circles, and then I walked. I was like, "That guy looks like he belongs at Shot Show." And I just went up to him and asked him where it yeah, was. Found a guy with the shot they, badge. They actually they stand up. They're always like, no, they qua- have a shot badge. Like quasi tactical so dudes. Like, yeah, so I was playing. I usually play a game in Vegas when I'm there for shows, and this one was a little trickier because it was an extra show. So I'm sure, well, when I see Vegas, I'm like, is he at SHOT Show? Is he a local? Is he here to gamble? Or are they here for AVN Show? And AVN Show is essentially the adult video entertainment awards. So I would play that game. Like That guy was like, he looks like he's here for SHOT Show. And thankfully he was, and he guided us the right way over there. Um, Barely made it to TKI. I would think... Uh, we were a little late, but we were, we were there yeah. still for cocktail hour. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. I wouldn't say that was my first show. It's very different. It's very expensive to get in there. It's very limited to, I think, about 100 passes or so. 250 passes total, that's it. And it's different than any other show. It's not like you just walk in, you buy what you want to buy, enter lotteries, auctions, whatever. But essentially, you're given a booklet and you bid on not. You're, you're bidding on a lotto. They just call it bidding. And you walk down to whatever knives you want. You put down a number. And essentially, everything is lotto or an auction. There are no first comes this right. is also the uh, first year it was at Bally's it moved away from Caesars that's right yeah, that. we, that's oh you did yes. right. if you oh, got off sure. your phone you would be on page Sorry. god Elijah god damn it yeah TKI is definitely a it's a it's just a shark tank I'm, it's, I'm just gonna tell it how it is it's definitely it's a shark tank yeah, people are there mostly... to do one thing and they're to get knives and probably get in a paid. lot of cases get paid and flip the knives like yeah, they're they profit. Most of the people are dealers. But once again, people are complaining that dealers are there. And there is some controversy out there on Instagram right now at the show. But look, the tickets are $250. Flights to Vegas aren't cheap. And hotels are definitely not cheaper. And dinners are definitely not cheap. If a dealer wants to bring five people out there and pay for these people to be there to hopefully win some lotteries and make some money, cool. Once again, we're knife makers. We, have, we need dealers to make a living. I have this perspective. They're a little different. Jeremiah has the perspective on this because he's a dealer, but he's there, so it's a little cheaper for him. Elijah's just Elijah. Um, so I, I mean, everybody pays the same price to get it. We all pay the same price, I mean, but like, not... they're, they're, people get mad when the dealer wins. Look, the dealer has four people there. 
cost them a thousand dollars to put four people inside that show. Whatever the flight cost and hotels. Now, what if the dealer didn't win? That cost them a lot of money, but they took the chance. Then there's people who get sour saying they didn't win because all the dealers won. It's, it's a fair game. There's nothing is rigged. Just how it works out. I mean, essentially, essentially, yeah. I mean, I'm not. You know, to my recollection, you know, it, it's uh, Josh and I don't put our names down on the Rexford lottery, um, just because it's just you know it's it's one of those controversial lotteries where it's just like you know what like it's not necessary. I don't want to win that night. It's it's a little it's a little too over the top. Um, but again, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a tricky show. There are a lot of dealers there. I didn't get anything at the show. Um, I didn't win any lotteries. Uh, it's always a it is it's a very intense show. I mean, I don't know. I enjoy shows in general. I'm used to like the show environment, so it's always cool to see everybody, see friends. Um, but TKI definitely gets pretty heated. Uh, cocktail hour is cool. I didn't even taste any of the food. I'm sure it was good. I was too caught up yeah. fucking around. So I don't bad. know. I didn't taste any of the food because I had a prior dinner uh, engagements to attend. So. Didn't really get to tasting the food this year, but I heard yeah, you from were, a lot of people it was pretty good. So. You, you had a prior engagement. And then, um, yeah, that, I wasn't even supposed to be at Tika. I just I just happened to get a pass that day, so I went to the show. I was planning to go just fuck off in Vegas for four hours while they were there. Um, but I didn't do that. I ended up being at the show. It was cool. I got to see some really cool fancy knives, see some old friends, and uh, figure out that whole kind of like layout of TKI. It's... There's no other show like it, essentially. It's very different. Everyone that's there is dressed up. Every woman that's there is in a nice dress. Most guys are in nice suits. It's very professional. It's the only time you see grungy knife makers in suits. If I... Uh, yeah, most try to uh, dress up and fail hard, but uh, they're trying, so that's what counts. That's what counts. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a different show, for sure. Uh, it's quick. It's fast paced. If you get in, it's cocktail hour. You place you place your your collector number. Then there's like this really doldrum hour, and then they start pulling everything, and it gets real intense. It gets super intense. People and then cry. People laugh. People scream. People get pretty stressed out. And then as soon as as soon as the lotteries are done, then the open bids start to close, and then it gets like then it gets kind of like and that's when you, you know, know if you just spent all your money on Vegas and didn't make any money, yeah. and now you're, you're crying that you just spent those hours to get there for no reason. Essentially. Or you're, you're enjoying knowing that your, your trip was worth it and you made some money. It's the proverbial pull of the lever on the slot machine. That is TKI. Yeah. Good way to say that. That's pretty good. We're just, we're just going to take a... Hold on. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Um. So, yeah. So, that was TKI on Friday night. What did we do on Friday night? Where did we go? I have no idea what you guys did. I was uh, off of my own. Did you on buzzer? Yeah, yeah we're, we're recording. Oh, um, um, after TKI. I oh, see. that's right. Uh, I, I had I split off because I saw you and Bill in the elevator. And then... Uh, oh, you went and did your own thing. You had to go back to work because you had to catalog things you bought. Yeah. Elijah was still taking care of prior arrangements and... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I worked till fucking like four in the yeah, morning. Yeah, you were. You were enjoying his night, and I was pretty much. I was hanging out, with Bill, drinking and eating sushi till about four in the morning. Eventually. Oh yeah, because we were working. And I wanted you to come out, and you didn't. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to meet you guys there alone. Um, I was just drinking, and then once they we built till about four in the morning, and then met up with Scott Blade Junkie around that time. They were that's in the middle of some sort of right. poker tournament. 
so then me, Scott, and uh, Bill Touch were hanging out at the Valley's Casino floor. Me and Bill were talking about automatics and whatnot. And just other business plans since we're going to see him right now in Portland. Excuse me. Um, Scott hooked me up with some stuff there. And then that was about Friday. That was Friday night. That was Friday. And then got back about yeah, five or six in the morning. Um, hey, you assholes were texting me until like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I have to work. That was not us assholes. Oh, that was this that. asshole. Okay, that was that's this. That was you. I wanted you guys to come up. So. Oh. It was Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. On Saturday, I woke up at a pretty reasonable hour. Had to check out at Cosmo, going to Bally's. Elijah was the only one who woke up at a reasonable hour yeah. on Saturday. I woke up at like. No, I woke up at a reasonable hour. I woke up before you got back to me. I woke up at 8 o'clock to get ready for the Las Vegas Custom Knife Show. Yeah. Having, yeah. Oh, slept, no. having slept like three no, hours. Both, yeah, I had to meet you up at the show. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I was helping Jeremiah. Yeah, he slept yeah, in. Yeah, no, you slept in. I was like, oh shit, I gotta be at this show, which is my first, well, it was my first show that I had to put a table up yeah. ever. Yeah. And I went to bed at like 5.30 and had to meet Jeremiah. Me and Jeremiah both woke up late. We planned to wake up at 8 so mm-hmm. we could set up because the show opened at 10.30. We both yeah, made it to the VIP, show. Yeah. yeah, we both made it to the show at like 10. Yeah, I was rolling in the <laughs> elevator behind Mark and Matty, and I was like, oh, thank God I'm not the only ones. And they're like, yeah, we like to show up fashionably late all the time. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Just like we were all rolling through valleys with like piles of Pelican cases to set up, which is a real trip because normally, so my, my deal at shows is I walk around with a checkbook and I'm buying knives. That's like my MO. So Las Vegas Custom Show was the first show where I've actually set up a table for PVK. Um, Steve offered a spot, and, you know, when you're offered something, you should just take it. Uh, so I set up a PVK booth at the Las Vegas show, and I hung out um, handing out stickers, and I had T-shirts, and I had some, some token switchblades with me that uh, that were kind of neat. And thankfully, Nick Nick came yeah, he, for he, backup. He was never – I've had a couple tables at shows, so yeah. he's never had a table – so I kind of helped Jeremiah out at that table since he still is a dealer and needs to go around and mingle and check out what knives there are. So in return for me helping him with the table, I essentially was able to put some knives on the table as commission. And this way people were able to find me somewhere. And I had my knives there. Thankfully, I sold out at a great show. I didn't think I was going to sell anything there because this is the first time being in Vegas for a show except the USN. This is also the first time the Las Vegas Classic Knife Show happened. I'm yeah. sure people actually listen to the podcast when you said you're going to be at the, uh, at the booth. So. Oh, some people came up yeah, specifically true. to see me. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I just know, when I was there, I was like, okay, I know these people. But when, right. when you're first working up to the show that you've never been to, it's a new show, you didn't know it was going to be there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope not that he went to wander and we kind of took turns wandering around, checking out mm-hmm. the show. It's pretty good. We were right by the first door. day, and then that second day, I didn't go to the show, so it was like a, a pretty much a ghost town. Well, no, then we did oh, that, first, uh, first specifically because I didn't was, go. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there, so no one else wanted to be. Mm-hmm. We were there the entire time. I mean, Elijah joined us at like two something. He rolled out of bed and got his ass over there eventually. Yeah, I, I thought the first day was very for for me. It was productive having yeah. a booth. I I don't know if I would necessarily do it in the future, but I would definitely put PVK in the position to have a booth in the future. Yeah, I uh, signed up for one for next year. Yeah, no, it was wow. it was a it was a good show. I think overall it was. Uh, Did you mention that next year it's only going on Saturday? Yeah, so yeah. I think next year Steve said it was just going to be Saturday. But actually, considering TK was the previous night. There was a really great selection of custom makers and production knives on Saturday. Uh, yeah, overall, so if you go to TKI, you get yeah. If you go to yeah. TKI, you get a table. I mean, That's you get a right. pass for that show. Yeah, so if you go to TKI and, and spend uh, two hundred fifty dollars on a ticket, you get the incredible savings, the deal of the century of a free ticket to the LVCKS, the thirty dollar value. I mean, you can't beat those savings. 
Okay, and then what do we do right after the show? So Saturday we was good. Dinner. I went around. I saw Pena. I saw Brian Ty, Diskin, uh, John Gray. Uh, I ran into some old friends who I hadn't seen in like I don't know a while. Um, other distributors, and uh, what else? There was some. There was a token. Oh, I got some of Pena Bally songs, which are awesome. Um, he's doing really good on those. I got some of Brian Ty's new dual action OTFs, which look great and sound great. Um, I got Amsterdam's from Diskin, yeah, which are almost impossible to get because he doesn't make them anymore. They're already really. gone at the time of this podcast. Yeah, so those sold out in about like four hours of me getting them. Now, what do you mean by sound? For most people, I don't know. Every time I see you handling a new OTF, you can put it up to your ear and you kind of fire it. What do you mean by sound great? Um, so I've looked and handled enough custom in production dual action OTFs that you can kind of like, if you, if you know what you're listening for and it helps for me to visualize the internal mechanisms of a dual action, but you can hear the mechanism like actuate whether when it fires and it retracts. And then what you do is you, you hold, hold the blade and pull the button back. So it dislodges the blade from the, from the track below the carriage and you kind of push it back and forth, uh, you can hear how tight it is or, or or how untight it is, which is fine. It doesn't need to be super tight. Um, and Brian's knives sound just right. They sound just in the middle between a little bit tight, a little bit loose. Uh, none of them misfired. And it's cool because he's doing productions in aluminum and he's going to do custom in titanium. So that'll be something that's never been done before in the dual action custom market. Uh, titanium is a material which hasn't really been explored too much for dual actions. So I'm kind of excited to... To get Gavin, those into the Gavin's shop. Gavin's is titanium. Yeah. Gavin's... So Tony's ever made a, like an ultra-tech titanium? No, the customs are using stainless steel. Stainless steel. Well, Gavin's... They're, not, they're half. Not getting into it too much, but the way that Gavin's... Mecha- actually, you know what? So Gavin actually steel. would not mind. No, that's aluminum. Gavin yeah. wouldn't mind too much. So the way that the deadlock operates is the, the center mass of the deadlock. It is titanium, but it doesn't interact in the same way that a microtech mechanism does. I haven't opened it yet, but I can most confidently of the mech is in the blade. Yeah, it's, it's kind of reverse. Like in the, I say, in microtech, most of the mech is in the handle. Right. In the micro, in the you gotta stop with the knives. I'm pretty sure when people listen to this, they're gonna get pissed because they're just knives. <laughs> the deadlock. The, the yeah. deadlock mechanism. <clears throat> most of the mech is actually in the blade, which is really good. Um, I don't know, having have not opened up Brian's knives, I will open it up. Obviously, that's like one of my favorite things to do is tear apart. All the knives that come into the shop, but I think I know what it looks like, and I think it works really well. Um, but the show was good for me. It was really nice to have Nick there, so I could kind of go out and do my dealer thing, meet people, and buy knives. So what do we do well, after? Yeah, what, do we go to dinner uh, on Saturday? On Saturday yeah. night Rails, or was that Sunday? No, I think Saturday night was Rails because we were with Bill oh, Eric Sunday was and right. Travis, yeah. So Saturday night it was kind of nice. We split from the show. Everyone went and. Decompressed for a little while, and um, the th- so you actually were doing stuff and things. And things. I and had then... a private arrangement as well that I take care of. Um, no, yeah, but so before we with, you guys uh... went to Rails, I had dinner with you guys after the show or something. Because I no, didn't have up with us. The show ended at five. I had arrangements at like eight thirty to go out and do my things. But your stuff didn't end until a little later. So Elijah and I met up with. Bill and Eric, and we all went to Rayo's because that, if you don't know, that's like John and Matt's like 
holy grail of restaurants while they're in Vegas. Mamafuku is good, but Rayo's around. So Rayo's is whatever. A, uh, I think a New York uh, started Italian restaurant. I think it's owned by the uh, the guy from The Sopranos. There's only three of them in the in the country. One in L.A., Vegas, and uh, New York. The one in New York is like impossible to get into. Uh, for the USN show, John tried to take me there twice to get meatballs, and we failed both times. The guy kind of uh, told us a little different story on when they close, but I was really excited. And then finally, I got to try it back in October after the Cali show with Jer. We went over there, tried the meatballs, great lasagna. So I really wanted to get really go good. back there. So I suggested we go back to Rayo's. So we all went over there, met up with Jonas. Well, no, we met uh, up. It was you, me, Bill, and Eric. Yeah, then we met up, met up with Jonas, and then oh. um, Matt and John uh, followed suit and came over, and we all had dinner. That was definitely the highlight dinner of my trip, for sure. I don't know. Because I love it. It was good, but that was damn good, but still. I mean, uh, that's you can't get wrong day, with that Italian. That was the highlight day of my trip. Well, I love Italian, so. We got, yeah, we got home late, so. We got back to our rooms at about 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. These two oh, yeah, fuckers. That was, that, uh, Saturday night was the pepper mill. You well, got su- Sunday oh, that's was right. The we actually oh, went yeah. to the Which, proverbial um, the spot for the Blade Algae podcast. Yeah, that's actually the that's our pepper official, mill. That's, our that's official the official place right there. Yeah, the pepper mill. Yeah, after drinking. Fireside yeah. Diner and Grill. Yeah. Yeah. After drinking and all sorts of stu- stuffs throughout nights, we end up there for, for mimosas and Irish whiskeys and breakfast as the sun rises. I love mimosas. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm all about it. Okay. Um, it's a sunrise mimosa. Biscuits and gravy. And it's, it's Irish it's coffee. A, it's it's a hangover morning. drink, except you're still drinking. And so is an Irish coffee. All right, whatever. Anyway, the pepper, the pepper mill is the Bladeology HQ. He just, Bladeology like, he, HQ. He, he just likes fruity drinks. It's, it's just okay. like mimosas. It's, a fru- it's okay. It's whatever. fruity, it's okay. So we get back at 8 o'clock in our room. These fuckers, Elijah doesn't oh, wake yeah. up till 5 o'clock. I woke up like at three. At three no. o'clock. Three o'clock. I get a phone call at ten on. o'clock in the morning from Maria because this fucker is not doing work. Things not waking up. And I am a professional. And I take my job seriously. Yeah, except that I have to go cover his ass at ten o'clock in the morning. Thankfully, I I to go pick up some knives. Nick was there. I I did have a. Okay, so so on Saturday the the show went really well, but as it turns out, the last couple hours were pretty slow. So on Sunday, a lot of people were packing up early. Granted, I did sleep late. She had a flight but, to catch. Yeah. So Maria had a flight to catch. So I gave her my Viber because I, I knew she. I'm like, if you need any help translating throughout the week, right? I gave her my number. I was like, no, no problem. Give me a call. She gonna get in contact with Jeremiah because his ass is sleeping until three o'clock. That's right. Yeah. So she called me. I woke up and I went. I told her, don't worry. I'll like, give me like twenty minutes to shower, get dressed. I'll come down and get the knives for him. Did that. Unfortunately, I only slept for about an hour and a half. Yeah, you slept the least of us. These fuckers slept for fucking 12 hours. And then they went, oh, let's go party, drink, and eat. And I was like, you son of a bitches. Let me sleep. <laughs> but I made it through the night. I caught up on sleep the next day, though. Sunday night, we actually had a pretty epic dinner, though. We Before the dinner, yeah, though, we did stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, we did stuff before our dinner. I don't remember. I think we had another dinner. What did we do on Sunday? Prior to the epic legend dinner? Yeah, uh... yeah that was late, though. Wasn't that oh, late. it wasn't late. You guys were still sleeping, so I was hanging out. Yeah, you guys were sleeping. Like, so while they were sleeping, I was essentially hanging out with Matt and and Matt Diskin and John Gray. And yeah, because I remember you walked into the room and you're like, "We got dinner reservations in like an hour. Be ready." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, you guys. <laughs> no, I can right. do that. I can yeah, because you guys. Sleep, so yeah, I, I did stuff that whole day. You guys were asleep. So essentially, I went out. I was hanging out with Matt and John. Um, me and John had to follow up because me and him are doing another collab knife. He's gonna do shortly, but probably this week or next week. Yeah, I was just talking to Matt about automatics because I wanted to make some automatics and just some of Matt's other projects. 
Um, they went off and they went to, to town. They wanted to relax a little bit, just sightsee. Well, I went back to the room, woke up this idiot. I was like, get up. We got reservations in an hour. He's like, what? I'm like, look, just you're going to want to be at that dinner. Jeremiah got back to me. He got ready. None of us knew for certain who would be at that dinner other than Matt I, and John. No, I knew. I just said Ed because I met him the day before. Yeah. Not, like, I don't really I call everyone no my full name. So they show up, and I didn't really realize that I didn't mention it. We went to Lowry's Steakhouse, which is really good porterhouse. That's the uh, Lowry's Salt, if you're not aware. Yeah. They actually have they, a They show location. up, and they're like, oh, yeah. well, you didn't say it was Ed Shemp, and like... Yeah, Dom. Nick was like, oh, we're just going to go have dinner with a couple friends. And I was like, okay, great. Like, John, John Matt, Ed and Shemp. some other people. He wasn't like, oh, it's going to be no, Ed Shemp. It's not some like, other oh, people. Shit. It was Matt, John, Ed Shemp. Grace Horn. Grace, Grace Horn, Horn yeah. uh, which is also a, a legend's daughter, and herself, she's also a legend. She's knife-making royalty. Yeah, she, this is all knife-making royalty. All knife-making royalty, yeah. And then... Um, Doc Price, who Doc is the Price. oldest living, currently Active. still working, tattoo artist in the world. Yeah, so it's like 80-something, or the most Price, he's 90, still yeah. currently tattooing people. Uh, yeah, make sure and Google uh, Doc Price. Yep, Doc Price, uh, and that was this Horn's daughter, make that clear. Yeah. For people who aren't familiar, uh, she she still work like she makes she hand forges she like amazing scissors, yeah, and into all sorts of other arts. She is she's definitely into it. I sat right next to her at dinner and we had excellent conversation about forging and her passion for shears and other scissors. She was she was on it. She was like, yeah, any she was anybody. really passionate about yeah. what she did. And I sure, sat yeah. I sat next to Ed Shemp and which is also knife royalty who worked at, helped Spyderco pretty much get yeah. to where they are right yeah. now. Uh-huh. Incredible designer. I was really yeah. excited to talk about him with, about design philosophy. He's got some uh, some interesting things to say, and he's been one of my uh, inspirations for a long time. Him and and uh, Bob Lum, who both, yeah. well, Bob yeah. Lum. And since I was up the whole day, and usually drinking people don't do when they're tired, I drink to stay up. So I was, by the time we went to that dinner, I was already wasted, and I was pretty much talking to Ed Chef about knife making and design philosophies, blasted off my mind, thinking I'm making the fool myself. They're like, no, you held it together. That was professional. I was like, I guess. Well, it, was, like, it was cool because Ed Shemp had some good stories about the spider fly and that whole fiasco. Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to know about what happened there. He kind of broke it down. Matt more so broke it down of what happened with the spider fly and the whole Ballast Song Bands yeah. and Spider Co. And some other stuff throughout the company's growth. Um, that was a super. That was an awesome dinner. The, not yeah. only was the food excellent, I had no idea that Lowry's actually had a specific location. Uh, the company at dinner was very cool. Awesome conversation. Uh, yeah, steak was good. It just kind of it, was. Steak yeah, just prime rib. If if you've never if you're ever in Vegas and you've never been, I highly recommend it. If nothing, just because the cool factor. It's basically like you're in a 1940s steakhouse. Very Art Deco. Um, every single ounce of everything in there is Art Deco, and they serve you from a like mobile unit, which was stainless steel, probably about three it times like the size of your dinner table. It looks like straight out of the Rocketeer. You could roast yeah. a whole Elijah yeah. in there, put it that way. You yeah. could put a couple of Elijahs in there, no problem, close the top over. Yeah, it's served table side. They cut it up right there. So... That was Sunday night. Awesome dinner. Knife Legends. We got to meet. We have to hang out with modern and past and present. It's really cool. They're talking about me and me. Talking about obviously myself, seeing as the that would make the most sense. Uh, so after that, some of part of ways momentarily went back to our rooms to like clean up, change, get some more drinks. You, you know, you got to keep the party going. That's a nice photo. Um, then uh, we met up back up with Matt and John, and 
Yeah, we Sebastian, went over to the Planet Hollywood. Vorka Blade Works. Yeah. And then we went over to Planet Hollywood. The Hard War. Wind Hard War. No, first we went to Planet Hollywood. Because oh, right, yeah. Sebastian was over there on a mechanical bull. Yeah, we got up in uh, the, <laughs> the one and only Hurdle of Sandwich. Yeah, and then uh, with a little more gambling. John lost all of our money. Not mine. I didn't get down on that. Because Jeremiah's a smart man. I was like, I'm good. We did a group bet on, uh, on Baccarat. Baccarat. Um, then we went over to the High Roller, which is a giant carousel that you could drink alcohol on. It's like a huge, it's like a Ferris wheel. It's, a Ferris wheel. It's 550 feet tall. Uh, 556. 556 feet tall. I'm surprised you remember that. I made that entire number up. <laughs> it's, uh, it was actually, it was pretty fun going into it because uh, it was the classic sort of semi-secure Vegas experience. All of us rolled in there. And then immediately we're like, you don't have any knives or guns on you. Well, fucking of course we did. No, no, no. We asked, do we have any knives? Do we have any knives? No, they didn't ask guns. They said, do you have any knives on us? We, I'm about to pull out my comb. And Elijah goes, I don't think we do. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we have to check all you now. <laughs> the one person is not from a city. Every city person's like, no. Elijah's like, I don't think we do. I said, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Thankfully, they let us on because we're. I'm like, I'm like, look, we're all knife makers here. Yeah. We're here for a trade show. We make these things. We don't stab people, and they let us check them in. And they held on to them for us. Yeah, they they were cool about it. Like one, once they understood that all of us had about four knives on us a piece, <laughs> and like, and it wasn't just like we're not oh, mass murderers, right? Yeah, we're just like, look, this is just the shit we have on us. It's fine. So the security officers were cool with the link, so they locked him up. Uh, we, we were able to go upstairs, have a few drinks before we got on. And we knew the kid over there was probably going to finger fuck all these knives. So we were waiting for an answer once we got back. We said, uh, so which one did you like finish? to finish? Let's, let's go through. <laughs> we continued drinking. We went on the high roller. Went spun around to some photos. Bullshitted about business and the industry. Because it is about 30 minutes. It is slow. Yeah, it's a 30 minute ride. That's no, nice. You get to, yeah. If you haven't been, it's nice. It, it's a slow rise to the top. And at the apex, you can see all of Las Vegas. You can see the desert. Days. Like at night, there's lights everywhere. You can see the pools. It's 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 fun. It's fun. Yeah. Then we went down. We got in ours, and we go. Which so which one do you like most? Guy, he says Kershaw and quickly slams the door. Yeah. <laughs> For him to say Kershaw, that means he definitely inspected all of them, played with all Every of them. Every single one. Like there were like uh, there were uh, Sebastian Customs, uh, Custom OTF Microtechs. Custom John Gray's, and of course he goes the Kershaw, which was uh, Matt Diskin's new launch model. Yeah. And he just quickly slammed the door, and we all looked at each other like, okay, that was great. And just for the record, John still had about three knives deep on him. Yeah. No, Gray stuck in like well, three more Grace knives. Because Gray's in Pennsylvania, he's smart. I had a knife on me, too. We don't freaking give everything up, nor do we also say that we have knives on us. Elijah, the answer is always no. Guns, no. Knives, no. Drugs, definitely not. Definitely not. The only reason I said that is because I was pretty sure they were going to have a metal detector and a... Uh, Ah, you never, you never know. And then you give them up. The, at the top of the stairs, it could have been just about anything. Um, so that was the end of the night there. Monday comes around. Again, we all kind of slept in a little bit. Because we were up late. Um, um, don't even remember the hell happened. Actually, wait, no. I was up at like 9 a.m. On, on Monday. Josh was like, opened the bedroom door and was like, when are you going to work? Which means go to work now. And Josh is Jeremiah's brother, the owner of PBK Vegas. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going in now as well. So, no, I was up on Monday fucking bright and early, which was cool because uh, Monday we actually received some pretty cool packages at the shop. Uh, we had some visitors, but more importantly, we had ordered... I had talked to some people that were going to come by, 
So I ordered a um, power supply to do some anodizing. Oh, yeah. So on Monday night, we had an anodizing party at the shop. Monday morning. And, uh, what? It was Monday, Monday morning. morning. No. No, it was not. It was, it was, Sunday. Mon- it was... It was Monday night. Monday morning. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I, uh, I was running around screaming around uh, the shop, telling everyone to get back to work. You would not have been there. I slept in a little late again, and went to float. So yeah, wanted... yeah, no, Monday morning. I was there before him. I set that up at the tank. Like you were, you were hanging early, out early afternoon. You okay? You came and hung out when we went to Home Depot and got the stuff, when, the TSP and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. I went to go. That to was like float again, and then I came like back and met you guys. Yeah. Just seemed like the morning. I know, but it was two p.m. I was very drunk. To again. Con- con- my concept of time was not good. Yeah. So okay. whatever. We started anodizing. I showed them some. I set up an anodizing bath for them. Showed them how to anodize and we turned a bunch of gray things into colorful things. John Gray came over. Did some more anodizing. Me and John worked on my uh, one of my Arrakis models, the tie on tie. We uh, pimped that bitch up pretty clean. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty gaudy, but I'm I'm kind of in love with it. What would you? How did you do it exactly? We pimped that bitch up pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> this may be an auction. I'm not sure yet, but uh, no, that's a freaking production like auction. It's a one-off by uh, it's a yours one-off truly. Yeah. It's and John it's Gray. A, it's a John cl- Gray worked on this. It's guy. actually a triple way collaboration between John Gray, Elijah Hitchcock, and PVK. Yeah. Just, just for the record, yeah. that's so. I made the anodizing bath, so it's four way. It's a dealer maker designer collab. <laughs> it's a, it's like an eight way collaboration. Uh, John Taco, uh, he uh, Ed Shemp actually point. sharpened it. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. No, he didn't. Falsified documents can Falsified be that. proven. Uh, okay, at some point. Then I had a short meeting with Jeremiah and Josh from PVK about an upcoming Valsung project. That was interesting. You guys are going to see... Uh, an untold amount of collaborations coming yeah, from NCC Yeah, it's going to be a mass fuckery of collaborations. Essentially, it's going to be the biggest collaboration since the Zero Knife project. For Only the people who have been in this industry for over five years probably know that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then... The biggest mass collab of that was about 10, 12 years ago, right? The SOCOMs, 10, 12? And how, that was only, that was only, yeah, 12, 12 makers. So, this will so blow I'm breaking that, that collab, because I already have 12 deal. confirmed collabs, and there's more on the way. Oh, that's right. It's going to be a pretty mass <laughs> Battle Sun collaboration. It's going to be cool. More to come on that. I'm working on that as soon as I get back. The idea is to always wreck everything when you're going to do it. If you're going to do it, do it right. Do it big. Yeah, just burn it all the fuck down and pretty start much. over. That's okay. right. Um... That was that was Monday. No, it was not Monday. Me and Elijah did not. Right? Yeah, but we didn't. That was your Monday. What happened on Monday? Me and Elijah oh, yeah, kept drinking. Yeah. out. I was like, yeah, you went to bed. Me and Elijah kept drinking sleep. and literally wandering Vegas hotel to hotel. Yeah, until like, hey, about you go to Caesar's. Hey, you want to get a blanche? Yeah, until about nine thirty in the morning, we literally just wandered through hotel well, hotel first, drinking like, after sightseeing. After PBK, we left with John to go watch him uh, squander more money at the box and gamble table. and lose right. and. Uh, the only ben, person who successfully like, gambled this trip was me. I won and lost, and I left negative nothing. I was like at zero after my winnings and losses. So we uh, we said goodbye to John, and then we cruised off down to Bellagio through the Caesars form shops, just walking around drinking. Just Found a cool fucking Galleria of bronze sculptures worth anywhere from fifteen to $95,000. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I just cool. wandered in there aimlessly. And now we got kicked that. out because cool we're badasses. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just kept drinking around, then we went to bed, woke up, met up with Jeremiah, PVK Vegas, uh, got food, fucked around, and then got caught a flight here to Portland. 
So my trip ended with or began with Hattie B's and ended with Nick at Hattie B's, essentially. So yeah. my trip ended with good way to book in the, uh, the Vegas debaucherous journey. And my trip started with alcohol and ended with um, a bunch of shrooms on the airplane. <laughs> Yeah, I decided not the best idea to take some uh, magic mushrooms and fly to Portland. Yeah, we got you here. It was all right. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was, it was okay. It could have gone horribly wrong. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but it was great. Once you're in Portland, I mean, everything seems to look right. So. I know. I was important yeah, to say. They all kind of blend. Essentially, the only thing I'm gonna share is if that scene from the Matrix where Neo sits down and the aisles fly by, it's like a million rows. The lights went out on the plane where we took off. And when the lights went out, instead of row 17, it looked like I was on row 1,000 until my bearings came back when together. When the lights went out in Vegas yeah. and turned back on again in Portland. And we uh, and now we're here in Portland. in Portland. Yeah, they kind of... Yeah. We're immediately greeted with a notification of a measles outbreak, so that's <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, we get to Portland, it's like, well, there's a major measles outbreak, 30 cases in your area. And we're like, oh, It's well, good to be great. aware of your surroundings. If anyone's coughing, just run. <laughs> So yeah, that, that kind of that kind of brings us up to where we are now. We have this Airbnb for one more night, and then uh, we're moving on to our next Airbnb, which in case we'll be hanging out with the Touches, Bill and Eric, um, doing untold things at the shop, but mostly hanging out. Um, Nick is gonna shop bitch it up for a little while, try to learn some some cool stuff from these guys who build dual actions. Elijah's gonna be in there probably. I'm drawing just, things. I'm not really I'm just sure. Gonna, they're just going to be there fucking off. I'm yeah, going to be there acting as shop bitch number two. Bandsaw bitch. Bandsaw bitch. I'm assembly bitch uh, to learn what I can on dual action automatics. Mainly for the fun of it. Maybe I'll make something in a year. I don't know. I just always wanted to learn how to make a dual action. Yeah. Coming to Portland School to hang out with these guys. They know a lot. They're Jedis. Uh, they're part of a select group of like literally four people. In the entire world, you know how to build this stuff. The awfuls. Yeah, the awfuls. And uh, I'm here to do all of that and also try to do some recording. I'm going to try to do a, a little documentary about what Bill and Eric do while we're here to put up on the PVK YouTube because it's important. And what they do, almost nobody does. So it'll, it'll be cool to, to film that. Eric is one of the youngest apprentices to learn that mechanism from a current dual action maker. And... Uh, and yeah, Portland's legit. Every time we're here, it's a blast. It's always cool to have Bill ride us around in the 63 Dart, take us to awesome restaurants. Um, we got great ramen tonight. And uh, and yeah, so this episode will probably be live before Elijah's episode. I'm still working on that. Obviously, we're a bit behind. I haven't really had a fucking second to edit that. Oh, this be live before. You have to edit this too. We have like an hour this'll, of fuckery when this crash. We yeah, this this will probably be live before then. Okay. Oh, that episode's way longer. Yeah, that episode's like fucking... like. Anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of that kind of brings us up to where we are now. Uh, with luck, I'll have this edited probably tomorrow because it's important. Do we miss anything? Do we want to add anything? Uh, I that's about it. Um, I'm Elijah Isham from Isham Bladeworks. Out. Jeremiah Burbank from PBK Vegas, I'm out. Nick Chuprin of NCC Knives, out. Mm -hmm.